All content discussed on Hypochondriactor are the individual opinions of Dr. Priyanka Wally and Sean Hayes and should not be construed as personalized medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. I'm Dr. Priyanka Wally, medical doctor and stand-up comedian. And I'm Sean Hayes, actor and hypochondriac. It's safe to say that I'm not America's first hypochondriac, but I am America's first hypochondriactor. Hi, Priyanka. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Guess what? What? You know what today is? It's uh, April 19th. Oh, yes. oh no, happy, no, no. Oh, I know. Happy what birthday today to is. you. It's, happy I birthday know. to happy you. Bir- this is, can you believe it? It's our hundredth episode. episode. I mean, so what do we get? Like gold? Do you buy it for a hundredth anniversary? Isn't that is you that? You just platinum? write a check. You write a or check you just to write me. A check. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I, it's just really super easy. Oh my gosh, I, Sean, I just am so grateful to be doing this with you Likewise. and to be, you know, just so much gratitude on the stories we've listened to, yeah. our listeners, our callers, the guests. Um, yes, I know. Getting to know you. I mean, a hundred episodes, I'm, I know. I'm over the moon. And how about we, listeners, Priyanka and I had a wonderful uh, conversation on the phone yesterday, and I'm thankful for those moments too, because yes. I learned, I think we learned so much from each other. I and, know. Um, and so it's it's really, you are a gift, uh, not only to me, but to our listeners, to the show, to everybody. You really are. Like, it's 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 hard to find somebody as special as you who can... Who, who can deliver information that we all want to know and need in a way that we can digest and is funny and is entertaining. So it's it, you're, you're a gem, a real, a real gem. Thank you. And you know what? Thank you for donating your body to science while you're yeah. still alive so that we can actually <laughs> have a saying. conversation about it. I mean, it's really one of the most gracious gifts you've given to humanity. Because yeah, yeah, if yeah. you weren't coming forward to be like, yo, I have this and this and this and let's talk about it, this would have never, this show would have never existed. I know. And wait, before we have new, we have some more information to share with our listeners. But before we get to that, I want to ask you, because yeah. um, I'm obsessed with The Last of Us, okay? Oh, so, me too. The Last on HBO oh with yes, Pedro Pascal, I who love, I love. love Pedro. Yes. Okay, so tell me, because I could, <laughs> I can't believe I haven't, I've waited this long to talk to you about this. So the conceit of the show is that, you know, a virus and bacteria can be like, you, you know, you can be cured from those. But the right. conceit that they they kind of put out there is that fungus or fungi, <laughs> you can't really, really survive from. Is that true? Or like, oh my can gosh. You- well, from a medical perspective, I find yeah. the show to be hilarious, right? Because like just like right. the dramatic parts of it, like the people walking around with their around fungus with brains. Mushroom heads, and, mushroom heads. Yeah. And and that scene where they show them all like rolling around on the floor and someone's like, Oh, they're connected and they're yeah, all yeah, like yeah. groaning together. I mean, it's hilarious, right? I, I love mean, that stuff because it's sci fi <laughs> and it's like what if, what if, right? Yeah, you like you what wonder if that could, about what if that was true? What if this was true? But it's not I mean, the reality is that, you know, unless you know, if as long as you have a solid immune system, if your immune system is doing you a solid, like you're yeah. probably never going to get even close to that Last of Us. So, so uh, on the scenario. list, of, so on the list of of of, of those three, uh, bacteria, virus, virus and fungus, fungi. Yeah, uh, it, it, is fungus the least to be worried about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Look in in medical training and in hospitals, right? Like if someone's immune compromised, like they have some kind of illness that weakens their immune system. Maybe they're on a chemotherapy agent or they have cancer or maybe they have an underlying infection. 
any of those things could make you susceptible to having a fungal overgrowth, which can then lead to a bunch of issues. But I mean, those are edge cases, right? That like the idea that, you know, entire cities would be wiped out. I mean, this was so- Don't don't tell me that that's not true. Listen, if you guys are listening, the last of us could happen. The last of us could happen. They were like, we need to bomb the city of Boston (laughs) in order to get this infection under control. I mean, it's just, I I just can't. I mean, I, I hope, I hope I never see that kind of reality, you know? No, but that's the great thing about sci-fi and shows like that. It's like, it's fun to imagine, not fun, but I mean, it's like interesting to imagine if that could be true. Yeah, to like do that intellectual exercise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know, Sean, you know, I'm so glad we're celebrating the 100 episodes together before you head to Broadway for Goodnight Oscar, which is a huge deal. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know I'm super, super excited. As you, uh, if listeners may remember or not, but you were so kind to come see the show in Chicago. And then we didn't know if it was going to Broadway, but it was a big hit in Chicago. So now it's going to Broadway. And so now I'm going to be doing that for about five, six months or something like that. And I'm going to come to the Broadway show. I'm going to find a time to to come out there. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's important for our listeners to know that, like, here at Hypo, we really do practice what we preach, right? Like, on the show, we talk about self-care and the importance yeah. of taking care of yourself. But we actually live by those principles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so, you know, with you going to Broadway, which is a big deal. I mean, that's like Olympian style, marathon, theatrical performance. It's a lot. Seven shows Uh, a week. You're doing seven shows a week. Um, You know, it would, it would make sense that you'd need to take a little bit of time so that you could actually rest and do your job super well. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so to that point, I'll be leaving Hypo just for a little bit for all the reasons you just said. I don't think there's any way I could do all that I'm doing besides the show and this and Smartless and another podcast and all this other stuff I'm doing. So, but I won't really be gone from Hypo. Our producer, Rebecca, she's yes. got some fun things in store so we can all stay connected. So stay tuned for that kind of thing because I'll be popping in and out. Yeah, and you know, I'm curious. So if people want to see you on Broadway, how yeah. how can they learn oh. more about the oh. show? And like, oh. if they're visiting New York, yeah. Oh. Wonderful plug. (laughs) Wonderful setup for the plug. This show's going to be at the Belasco Theater, and you can get tickets in person at the box office or through our website, goodnightoscar.com. How about that? Yeah. And, you know, what's cool about this little, um, I would call it hypo holiday that you're going on, um, you know, we're going to actually have some guest co-hosts joining me while you're gone, which... uh, you know, as much as I'm going to miss you, Sean, which I will a lot, I am also really excited to talk to some other guest co-hosts. So I know. I'm so excited. The first guest co-host say, is going to be, yeah. yes, the first guest co-host is going to be, drumroll, Priyanka, drumroll. Yes. Scott Wolf. How much do we love Scott Wolf? How much do we love his interview? I love Scott Wolf. He's so funny. And yes, so hilarious. Sweet. Re- remember when he talked to us about his yes, um, getting the poop out of his fecal, butt. Fecal infection. Yes, the poop out of the butt. You may know him from the hit Fox show Party of Five, and he's currently starring in the incredible CW show Nancy Drew. I love him in that. So excited for him to step into this role for a few episodes, and you will have to keep listening to find out who will join us next. 
So, Sean, today is your last episode for a little while. I know. But next week, Scott Wolf will be joining me to host the show for a few weeks. Yes, I know. I'm so excited. I love Scott Wolf. We're going to have fun while you're gone, but we will miss you. We will miss you so so much. I'm so jealous. But anyway, they're great. They're better than me. No, no. No one will replace you. But That's exactly the response I wanted. They're going to be a riot. It's going to be so much fun. I love the hypo holiday. I love hypo. That's what I'm doing. Taking a hypo It's a hypo holiday. Yeah. And then the song goes, Hypo holiday, <laughs> hypo holiday. When you're uh, when you're acting on the Broadway, hi- hypo holiday to yes. you. Yes, <laughs> made it up. Have uh, yourself uh, a very hypo, hypo holiday, holiday. <laughs> and go to the Belasco Theater. It's beautiful. I could do that all day long. Hopefully, we don't. Hopefully, we don't have to pay for those. We are supported by Indeed. Okay, my friends, when it comes to hiring, you need to trust your gut. But what if you could give your gut a little bit of help? When you want to find top talent fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Now, I have a busy private practice. I also record hypo. I have a lot of things going on. And so I need to find an assistant that could really help me navigate all the different aspects of my life. And so something I love about Indeed is that it really makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Hey, waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit Indeed.com slash actor to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash actor. Indeed.com slash actor. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So to celebrate 100 episodes, we're going to take a look back at some of our favorite moments. This is going to be so fun for us. Our first clip is from... Our guest, Pat Monahan. I love Do you remember him. him? So, so funny. We had a show <clears throat> outside of Pittsburgh between Pennsylvania and uh, West Virginia. And it's a big luxury resort. And uh, we went to the show uh, the, the night before and mm. had dinner and did whatever. And I slept on this bed that was shaped like I didn't realize, but I woke up with different pain than I've ever had mm-hmm. in my chest mm-hmm. and oh. in my back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I couldn't breathe right. And oh, I was no. really starting to panic. So at about two o'clock in the afternoon, I'd say to my tour manager, I don't know what this is. I've never had cardiac arrest, but I can't catch my breath right. Mm-hmm. And I need, I need somebody to see me because I'm, now I'm panicking. So but now this, is, my, this is nine months ago? Yeah. Okay. If this ends with like, I got COVID, this is a boring story. Okay, no, Sean, no, this is nice. this is this is boring anyway. But I'm going to finish it because I, you are no more entertaining than I am right now, and so I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you okay. need you need this based on what I've heard oh my so gosh, far. Irish here. Again, so, I don't care. You don't care. So yeah. the the M. The MT guys, or these these emergency um, ambulance comes and yeah. they take all my vitals, and the guy is so stressed 
because he's like, okay, you sing in this band, you got a big show, I can't mess this up. We we need somebody else to see you. So they send another guy in. The guy's like, man, I don't know, this heart rate's a little bit funny. So they take me to the ER, yeah. and they take blood, and they do everything. Now it's 4.30, 5 o'clock. I have a show in like two hours. Right. Yeah. And then the doctor comes in and says, hey, we took some blood and you have some enzymes in there. You may be having cardiac arrest. No way. I am having a heart attack to these guys. <sighs> oh, my God. And I'm like, this is awful. They're filling me with blood thinners and everything. Right. I, I had a rib out. I needed a chiropractor. Okay. Yeah. So I canceled right. the show. I fly home. My chiropractor uh -huh. pops me back in. I'm good as new. Okay. And I, I lost hundreds of dollars oh. and 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 thought I was having a heart attack. Pat oh. Monahan, first oh, of all, man. how funny is he? Yeah, I, yeah, I love I him. I remember that. That was so I love fun. Him. Wait, but yes. remember that? Like um that well, that was crazy. Do you remember what the issue was? It was a musculoskeletal issue. It wasn't yeah, right. it was, I, I think it was, no, it was I undiagnosed. Remember. Wasn't it undiagnosed? Yeah. It was not a heart attack. That was the that was the bottom line. Well, okay, here's a question for you because you're about to go to Broadway. Like, what's going to be your threshold, right? Like, let's say show starts at 7, 5.30, you're having yeah. chest pain or something. Yeah. Like, and I quit. You're just going to, you have a low threshold quit. to quit. Okay. Yeah, I quit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, you mean like I think it's such a fine line, right, between when well, you decide to really call it, right? Right. Well, I, th I think I said this story on the show, but... Um, you know, I was doing uh, this show called An Act of God, and I was doing it in L.A. Before, before I went to Broadway. And I showed up to do the matinee performance, and about 20 minutes to a half hour before the show, I had my first ever kidney stone. And I thought I was... Right. I thought, like, my appendix exploded. It was unbelievably painful. Oh, my gosh. So I was like, what do I... It's a perfect example. I was like, what do I do? I can't do this. I can't even stand up. Mm. let alone get through a whole you know two hour show or whatever it is mm -hmm. and so the ambulance came because nobody knew I, nobody knew what it was I didn't know what it was because I didn't know what a kidney stone felt like right. so I we had to cancel that show and then yeah. in between that matinee and the late show because it was a two show day yeah. it passed and I did the late show <laughs> Right. Okay, so I have a similar story did I ever tell you about the time I was a resident working in the ICU and I accidentally ate something with a nut in it in the middle of my shift and I have a life-threatening nut allergy. So I started to experience early anaphylaxis on my shift. I went, I, I told my intern, I said, listen, everything's gonna be okay, but I just ate a nut. I'm gonna go inject myself with Epi, do not panic. I go yeah. out in the bathroom, I inject myself with Epi. I wait like 15 minutes for it to take effect and then I finished my shift. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, what what is it? What is it like when you feel it working? Oh, it feels like you're jogging, even though you're really? just sitting there. If you your heart starts pounding and it feels like you're running a mile. Wow! It's like that. It's like your body's running, but you're wow. just sitting there. Yeah. By the way, that's the best. I should be allergic to nuts, and I wouldn't have to jog. <laughs> I just well, sit there. It's a little different. No, it's a little different than that. Um, okay. Um, let's okay. get to our next our next uh, uh, clip. Uh, yeah. Jenny Slate, Night Terrors. Oh, yeah, yeah. One time when I was in my Hebrew school carpool, um, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yes, go on. Okay. Of course. Relatable. We, car we carpooled with this family called the Goldsteins. Oh, um, and the they Goldsteins. were like hockey stars. They were like, they're like all their kids were super good at hockey. And we lived in Massachusetts. And they were always like driving up to Canada for these like 
tournaments and stuff. But this was like, you know, very early, like early 90s, late, late 80s, early 90s. And so they had somehow rigged up a tiny television in their car, in their van. Like, you know, wow. before and now, like you could have like an iPad or like yeah. a screen on the back. Yeah. Of the thing. So it was left in there from their last trip and it was like transmitting. Like it was like we were getting a station in wow. and it was the movie it like the tim, okay um, you know what tim, which is terrifying what's, what's clown guy, film tim C- yeah curry? that guy yeah tim curry yeah yeah um it was like that version not the new one yeah uh which by the way i received an audition for <laughs> for reasons i will never understand oh my god <laughs> they were like truly i always joke about this but that like it was like an appointment has been made on your behalf to audition for the role of pennywise and i was like i don't get it no. I, I truly don't but um god bless but um anyway so we were like in the back of this car of this van and it's like we now return to stephen king's it and i swear to god there's like a part where a balloon floats up out yeah. of the sewer yeah. and i flipped out hard right. like i don't want to see this i don't want it's so scary and i and i started crying and i think i oh, might have wow. vomited and i was like you know in the Hebrew school carpool so i was really embarrassed yeah. So I think that image, you know, perhaps it comes from there, but I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was, do you remember, I loved talking to Jenny about yeah, oh, that. Oh, she's that was, the great, I, I love her. Yeah, yes, she's the best. Yes. Wait, so was that when that balloon ignited those night terrors for her? Is that what it Yeah, meant? so like, I, I think years, uh, you know, then she would get these recurring dreams involving clowns and balloons and... right. You want to know something really interesting? We once had a voice caller that called to tell us a story about how they would have this recurring nightmare that someone was coming into their bedroom to try and kill them and then they couldn't move. And the day after I heard that voice call, that night I had a dream that someone was coming into my bedroom and I couldn't move. Yeah, well, because you you saw or because you heard that story earlier. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I clearly... Like, Priyanka, really... that's not, I'm not a doctor, but I can put two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But that was, that was such a fun episode to talk to Jenny. And then um, she's so funny, you know, man. Marcel Deschel is, is now nominated, Oscar nominated, oh, yeah. at least at the time that uh, I know we're recording. Yeah. Marcel Deschel was nominated for an Oscar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was it so writing cool. or animated? No, oh, it was I animated think it was film, best right? animated, animated yeah. film. Yeah. It's well, so it deserves cool. it. So, oh my God. Yeah. I love that movie. Very exciting. Uh, all right. Next, okay, up next is, one is Leslie Jordan. Oh, oh sweet Leslie Jordan. Oh, we love Leslie. God rest his soul. Yeah. And I think we're sort of maybe born with different capacities for happiness. You know, there are mm. people that just, I just sort of fell out of the womb happy and you know, but I've been through, you know, I've been through a lot. I've been mm-hmm. through my share. It wasn't yeah. easy growing up gay, you know, in yeah. the deep south. Mm-hmm. I'm fast. I can run so fast. You would live how fast mm-hmm. I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. But those boys would chase me. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think putting putting the fact that I do have a good capacity for happiness and that the fact that I did go through so much with mm-hmm. not only, you know, 14 years old, I smoked pot and all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was just easier to be a sissy. I can't explain yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I, I had always been so awkward and I all of a sudden drugs and alcohol and I was adorable. Mm-hmm. I was just precious. Uh, well, it gave you false confidence. Yeah. Yes. And so just years and years of that. And then all of a sudden, when I did get sober, I was 42 and you took away everything. And I'm telling you, the first few years of my sobriety, when you get into recovery, you know, they teach you so much. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that the last, you know, 20 some odd years in recovery have been the learning, you know, to 
uh, I, I have to, I'm 66 years old. I'm perfectly happy with who I am, what I am. And yeah. that's such a gift. Uh, wow. It's so yeah. wild to hear his voice. Yeah. You know, that that's the crazy thing about the world we live in with like social media and, and technology and the fact that we just heard that clip on this podcast. It hmm. feels like he's not, it feels like he's still with us. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and, he, and even without the technology, it feels like he's with us because he left such an imprint on our, on our minds and our bodies and our souls and the laughter and all those things. What an unbelievable, great, great, great guy. I feel so lucky to have worked with him so many times and boy, did he make me laugh. I love him. Yeah, I think we human beings, and I say this as there's like a tightness in my heart, you know, um, yeah, but we were sure. so lucky to have him I on know. or on like grace us on earth with his joy, his laughter, his, his energy. I mean, what a gift. Yeah. Leslie said something that stuck in my mind that he was just kind of born joyous. Mm-hmm. And do you believe that? And like, and why are some people like that? Is it chemical? Is it like, what is that? I think, I think there are personalities, right? There are personality yeah. traits. I think you, you can be born with certain inherent traits and personalities. And I think there are some, you know, humans or souls, if you will, that are, are joyous. I think they're yeah. just connected to that kind of energy. And, um, you know, they're also sensitive, you know, and right. I think like that sensitivity can also be a setup for developing issues with uh, substance use. And yeah. because because that sensitivity, it gives you that heart. So you feel yeah. things so deeply, you know, and, and yeah. the, there can be a an increased um, need to mend the pain that you feel because your heart is so big. Right, um, right. Oh my gosh. The thing that I remember the most from our conversation with him was... I loved, loved, loved how he talked about how he wouldn't go out at night. Like he would turn down invitations. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because he was like, I am just at this point in my life where it's like, if they need to meet with me, we meet for lunch. I need to be in bed. Like, can I tell you something? I set those boundaries. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, I completely adhere to that. Oh, I now do that. Yeah. I'd much rather do a lunch. Yes. You want your pajamas on. You want to like snuggle and watch all your programs and shut life down, you know, after. (laughs) seven, eight, nine o'clock, whatever it is. Um, yes. Yeah, I still yes. believe that. But anyway, so Leslie, um, Leslie, if you're out there in the ether listening, yes. thank you so much. Thank you for gracing us with your, your laughter gifts. and your energy. And thank you so much for everything you taught us. Absolutely. Love you. So yeah. listen, uh, next up is, oh my God, so equally <laughs> as funny and, and still with us. Thank God, Randy Rainbow. <laughs> Do you remember the very first time you experienced this. I think it kind of started probably right after you uh, met me, I think. After I met Sean, I just was <laughs> terrified of everything. <laughs> I didn't have it in childhood. I know that much. Okay. I didn't even think about it. And then uh-huh. I, I think part of it is my mother had a fear of flying. And I oh, think really? I, I think I grew up hearing that. And I think I, I adopted mm-hmm. it at some point as mm-hmm. I became an adult. And when you learned of her fear of flying, she would describe in great detail, or how did you learn that she was afraid of flying? I would just watch her on planes, and I know that I look like she looked when I would watch her <laughs> uh-huh. during oh, takeoff. That's you know, really it's just like, you know, 
just white knuckling. I'm and, imagining. And, I'm imagining like uh, the movie version where we start on her face and then just widen out yeah. to see you, and you're oh, dressed and look exactly like her. You have yeah. the same dress on, <laughs> the same jewelry. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. <laughs> oh, Randy, that was so sweet of him to come on the show and I share know, about this great. experience. And by the um, way, anxiety, so many people suffering from it. I mean, and, yeah. and, you know, and, and, and it manifests itself everywhere, like, like, he's, like he said, in uh, Fear of Flying. Like, um, yeah. But boy, man, is he so funny, innovative. He's so funny. He's innovative. He's like clever. He can really sing. Clever. He can do all this, like such a great writer. It's yeah. kind of amazing. I love, love, love him. By the way, you can get more of him. On his podcast, yes. the Randy Rainbow podcast, where he views, he's like had great people on there. He's had like Carol Burnett and Billy Porter and Sarah Silverman. So many people. He's 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 prolific. He's prolific. Yeah. And I'm always fascinated with people who have that ability to tap in that creative energy and just keep creating stuff. Yeah. I, I think it's amazing. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, check out his new podcast if you can. You don't necessarily... Do you have phobias, Sean? Have I... Have we... Do you have phobias. a specific phobia towards anything? Um, but the, the answer is yes. I just have to think about what they are. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they are until, Fear of they, thinking. Know, until they happen. <laughs> yeah. Until they, they happen. I have catastrophic thinking. So whatever that oh, okay. kind of phobia is. Sure. Yeah. Always sure. catastrophic. Okay. Like the worst is going to come. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that, I'll, I'll think of more and we'll discuss it on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to have, I used, remember, I used to have the trypophobia, which is the fear of small clusters of holes. Yes, but, then, but you don't have that but anymore? But then I got, no, because I got, I did, a, I did brain spotting and I no longer have Wait, what uh, trypophobia. What? What's brain spotting? Oh, it's so interesting. It's, um, it's a kind of therapy that involves you fixing your gaze yeah. on a specific point while thinking about the noxious sort of stimuli. And it works. And um, it allows you to process things. Yeah. Oh, it totally worked. Yeah. I did one brain spotting session and I was able to then look at no small clusters way. of holes after that. It was kind of fun when you had <laughs> yeah. a phobia about it. But anyway, I'm glad yeah. it's over. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I mean, it was so hard. Can you imagine feeling unsafe after looking at small clusters of holes? Now, I mean, yeah. No, you no. can't. You can't. No. I this can't is because small clusters of holes wouldn't scare me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fast, well, they don't fast, scare fast. me now either, but anyways. Oh, we're going to get into that because yes. I, I know we talked about it such a long time, like over a, a lot year of people ago. have it. A lot of people have it. That, but what's the fear though? Like that, what's going to happen if you start I think small? I think it's something really vestigial, like really old. You know, historically when we were hunter-gatherers, like small clusters of holes might've contained like life-threatening insects or something that could bite uh -huh. you and kill you. Or it's, I think it's also fear of the unknown because you don't yes. know what are in the holes and there's well, so many called, of them and they're so like tiny. A, right, but that's called a black hole then. Anyway, look, we're- That's well, I'm true. That, I'll I'm give you that. I'm holed up. I'm holed up. So listen, <laughs> uh, next up is Cheryl Burke. We're going to listen to her. Uh, oh, little Cheryl. Oh, yeah, she's great. It's just to never give up because it is very, mm. it's hard work. And, you know, we're yeah. known as mm -hmm. backup dancers, right? Just in general, the dance community. And now, thank God for all these shows and thank God for mm -hmm. just dance and how it brings so much joy to people's homes. Yeah. And I guess don't ever forget mm. why you're doing it. I think when we focus mm. on the result or we focus on, I have to be famous or I have, like, let's not forget mm. why you're a dancer, like the passion behind it and, and be your unique self because the comparison, especially with social media nowadays, is just deadly. And yeah. um, it is so easy to get there. And then you forget why you are dancing in the first place. It's like, just be mm -hmm. you, be your authentic self. And the goal should never be to, it should never be outside yourself. Like, let's just That's not right. forget mm -hmm. why, mm -hmm. why you do it in the first place. So 
Mm. Yeah, I yeah. loved her. You could talk, I could talk yeah. about that stuff all day long. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, so. Actually, after that episode, Cheryl and I actually became friends, and we oh, like, really? got dinner. Yeah, yeah, and I, I actually like really enjoy That's hanging so out cool. with her. Yeah, she's she's wonderful, and we've swapped all sorts of different kinds of yeah informational t- tricks and stuff because she she's really into different healing modalities and therapy and, mm-hmm. and um, she's great. And I loved that, you know, the question we had asked her was like, what advice do you have for aspiring dancers? And that's, you know, how she responded and what a genuine kind of awesome person. I love yeah. her. Yeah. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall though, because you guys talking about that stuff, I would have like been a sponge. Not with a lot of little holes, no. just like a solid, <laughs> a solid sponge. Absorbing yes. everything you talked about. Yeah. Well, when been... you when you come back from Broadway, we'll definitely we'll we'll get a dinner going. We have or to. Something. Yeah, that'd be so yeah, fun. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll we'll do something like that. All right. Sure. Next up is Eric McCormick and Stephen Weber. Boy, did we laugh in this one. Oh my goodness, and burp too, right? Yeah. Uh huh. We used to cook. We used to cook for a bunch of people, and uh, and I decided one year I had about maybe ten people over. We're gonna do something different, and I guess more traditional in that way. I was going to cook a goose. Never cooked a goose. It's the favorite <sighs> goose, the uh-huh. Dickensian goose. And I got a goose and followed the recipe and had everything made, cranberry sauce and stuffing and everything. And we cut into the goose and it's like, it's like cutting into mud. Because <laughs> goose oh my God. Oh God. what you think it is. It's all dense, dark, oh, protonous. God. Like duck. It, it's, it makes duck look like a light aspic, if you will, or <laughs> fart, farts, uh, Trader oh, Joe wow. light, fizzy water. Yeah, no. Light, a, yeah. no, it was so dense at five minutes of trying to swallow goose meat yeah. <laughs> was enough to ruin a Thanksgiving. And that was yeah. it. That was the Thanksgiving that never was. Well, why, why, oh, why, wow. what made you want to do a goose? really got your goose. What made you do a goose? <laughs> uh, just to break up the... Um, you know, just to break it up. Just to break up the tradition. Yeah, if it ain't broken. Don't goose it. Good night, everyone. <laughs> no, oh, my wow. God. Remember yeah, that? I've, I've never eaten a goose, nor will I ever. Yeah. Oh, God. So it, that it, episode, so when 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 I got the notes for that episode, this is for the listeners, uh, I was told, like, Rebecca was like, all right, you're going to eat during the episode. So, like, make lots of noise, like, crunch. You know, we want to yeah, hear yeah. The burps and this and that. But then right. when we actually recorded, right? So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to make all this noise. I actually burped. Yeah. And I remember the three of you were like, whoa, like what the I hell? Th- I think that's so cool. <laughs> I think it's cool when anybody burps. I mean, everybody's comfortable enough to burp. Look, burp is like it's a natural function of the body. Like just let I it know. out. I know. It so is. I, I love that. I just remember being like, whoa. <laughs> I well, didn't and, realize I was capable of that. <laughs> yeah. No. And also, by the way, that was so fun because I, I that was the, we to actually talked to them on Hypochondriactor in the format of their new show. Yeah. Which is called Eating Out with Eric and Steve. And um and they and they launched their podcast. It's so funny. I love that show. Yeah, in the in each episode they have a meal and two guests yeah. Yeah. and they talk about their lives and stories and being in the entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super fun to listen to. And it's such a great idea because it's like that's when real conversations happen, like around the dinner table or the lunch table or whatever, when you're eating with friends and you discuss all about life. Like I, I love that kind of format idea. It's so great. Yeah, totally, totally. But but back to the goose just for one second. Um, 
Have you ever had goose? No, no. I, why, yeah. why? Why would anybody? That's a great question. Yeah, why would like I've anyone? Never heard, I've never heard of anybody anywhere saying, oh, I had great goose last night. Not gray goose, the vodka. <laughs> I Like I had a great goose. Well, wait, wasn't Goose the name of one of the characters in Top Gun? Yeah, yeah it was uh, okay. Anthony, Anthony Edwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be the only context in which you're like, I yeah. had great Goose Yeah, last and, if night. You, and if you ate that Goose, that would be a different movie <laughs> and a different story. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Top Gun, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but Priyanka, happy 100th. What oh, a great Sean, episode. happy 100th anniversary. What a great journey it's been with you and to you, our listeners of all Thank you, guys, yes. for everything. We wouldn't be here without you guys. Yes. So we love doing this for you and with you. So um, thanks for listening, and thanks for uh, making a successful 100. I hope we have another 100 and 500. And to Sean, I'm excited to see how your little hypo holiday goes, and <laughs> I will be seeing you on Broadway, not performing on Broadway. I will come to your Broadway show, yeah. um, and I can't wait to let you know how the guest co-hosts are going and oh, good. We'll, we'll miss you, but we know that you need the rest. Yeah, and, thank you, my dear. Uh, thank you. And it's 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 going to be best in the long run. Thank you, my dear. I love you. And I love yeah. you guys, too, for listening. And uh, just like Priyanka said, don't worry. Be healthy. Bye, guys. Bye. Hypochondria Actor is a Hazy Mills production hosted by me, Sean Hayes, and Dr. Priyanka Wally. Rebecca Eisenberg and Todd Milliner are our executive producers. Production and editing is by Rabbit Grin Productions. Original music by Scott Eisenogle and Leo Rosner. This is a Hazy Mills production. All content discussed on Hypochondriactor are the individual opinions of Dr. Priyanka Wally and Sean Hayes and should not be construed as personalized medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Please consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast.